here we are. Yes. Back at it. Did you think we would be? Uh, I was hoping. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a little bit weird not talking to you for the past several months. <laughs> this is how we, uh, the only way we have conversations. Yeah. We had to preserve the integrity. Yes. Of yeah. the pod. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few changes. We have a, a new name and, uh, yeah, that's really it. It's a new yeah. name. Some, new song. Uh, new artwork. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good to be back. And, uh, um, you know, I think without further ado, let's uh, let's get going here, okay? Struck by lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by bee sting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a bet I'm not a damn thing will go wrong. The odds are that we will probably be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright tonight. The odds are that we will probably be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright for another night. Alright, welcome into the Odds Are Podcast. Uh, I am Adam and... I'm Caitlin. And Odds Are, you're wondering where the heck we've been. <laughs> probably, maybe. People in Canada are probably uh, really we're really concerned yeah. in a very polite, positive way. Exactly. Um, speaking of which, we would like to thank the Bare Naked Ladies for the new intro music. I'm sure that yeah. they're uh, thrilled that, you know, we use the... We chose a Canadian band to oh, uh, yeah. to do the theme song, but uh, yes, brand for us. We are back. New name, but well, I should say we have a name now. We That's have true. A name. We never really had a name. Yes. Um, and uh, you know we're gonna pick back up kind of where we left off, a little bit different, but but you know same people, same studio, <laughs> and uh, really same. Level of talent. This is true. <laughs> We've gained uh, no more expertise. We have zero zero additional <laughs> skills. Uh, but it's good to uh, to have you in today, and uh, the odds are that you are joining us maybe for the first time. Maybe, maybe, hopefully. Yes, um, I, I am really, I am really interested in knowing how. Um, well, let me back up. When we started doing this podcast originally, mm-hmm. and I think I've mentioned this a number of times, the anticipation was we'd have like, you know, six, seven people that listen to it, like your mom, right. you know, yeah. your grandmother it's a few times. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one. Maybe. And, you know, really crazy things happened. And um, we got really popular, especially in Canada. <laughs> Yeah. For un, for no real reason <laughs> that we can figure out. Um, and we had an advertisement opportunity <laughs> and, uh, that we did not take and um, really had a lot more listeners weekly than we anticipated. I think the the Gilmore Girls episode that we did, the last one, yeah, that was our fastest, fastest listened to podcast. Like at the end of... Of the first four days of that podcast, it, it, it had over 1,500 listeners and uh, was the second 
was like the second highest number of uh listens total of all the episodes oh, we did oh like, really yeah so, yeah and so it seemed like there so were, seemed like like did the, we have a gilmore girls podcast <laughs> is that what you're telling me <laughs> i do think that putting that in the title helped yeah um yeah but it, but you know who knows so naturally when you're when you're peaking that's the time to decide that you're not like, gonna, you're not going to do hi. it. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to do it for a while. That shows our professionalism. Yes. Um, so maybe we will be back to the, you know, six or seven that that we yeah. that we initially anticipated. Okay. Whoever wants to listen, I'm I'm good with that. Nevertheless, nevertheless, <laughs> we are back and uh, happy to be here and happy to be uh, doing this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I. I I have a lot more time in my life now. Football season is over. Yeah. And uh, I'm almost through the grieving process of another season where the Bills, the Buffalo Bills didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, we're, we're getting to the point where it's now time to move on with your life and do the, you know, the normal things that you would normally do. I feel like I've given you uh, lots of space for that, the grieving. Mm-hmm. You've learned a lot. Yeah. Over the time, <laughs> I, I uh, does feel like it's getting harder and harder every single year, though. And and uh, no, we'll see. I'm I'm free until September, so <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Um, yeah. But we are approaching the Super Bowl this next uh, weekend. Next weekend, yeah. yeah. Kansas City Chiefs yeah. and. Um, 49ers san francisco 49ers yeah yeah, yeah. uh the, which i cared neither about either of those teams you're not into the taylor swift stuff no i think i'm i'm assuming 49ers are an underdog so i'm gonna go probably underdog they are not the underdog no no they're actually favored really? yeah they're well, actually the small and i'm going with the top dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah um which is interesting, the playoff time. We, we, we were having a conversation the other day, um, and we were talking about why well, I brought up the immaculate reception. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, for you, for those of you who don't know, the immaculate reception is one of the, probably one of the top two or three most famous plays in, in modern football history. A 1972 Pittsburgh Steelers uh, versus the Oakland Raiders, and um, you know there was a, a throw that that deflected off of a defender and uh, was then caught to win the game by the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a lot of controversy about it because mm-hmm. at the time um, there were rules in place where you know there it couldn't hit certain people when it was thrown and um you know but at 1972 they didn't really have the review equipment or you know oh, the, true. The, so it was kind of whatever they determined at the time but it it is revered as like this just amazing play naturally right the the immaculate reception mm-hmm. and uh and you you'd brought up you'd asked me a question yes you know because of something that you had recently 
read. So yes. go, go ahead. Well, I had asked you, because um, you have a background uh, in the Catholic Church. And so I was asking you what your understanding of the Immaculate Conception is. What is that? Like, what is your, like, when you think of that, what do you, what is it? Because I had an understanding of what it was. Turns out I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a little bit of background first. Okay. I just don't have a history with the Catholic Church. I was like. You were in it. 12 time pro bowler of the Catholic Church. Like I was, we were, we were really committed to it. And, um, I was, I did all the, the deeds that mm-hmm. you do, the sacraments, I think right. the reconciliation, communion, all that stuff up, up through, uh, okay. high school. I didn't do confirmation. Okay. Don't tell anybody that I didn't. Okay. And, uh, I went to religious education. Right. I, they, my parents, Somebody did. I don't know actually who know who made this decision. Maybe my grandparents. Somebody Probably. pulled yeah. me out of school and uh, and I would go to the church a couple of days a week and have religious education there. And um, and then we would do religious we would do religious education on weeknights and me and my sister <laughs> and um, you know again I don't. I, you wonder the motive behind some of it. It was a nice babysitter for a few hours, you know. I, I'm not really where you were. Yeah, um, but I was an altar boy for I don't know five years, yeah. four or five years, and I like I I like rose through the ranks of the altar boys. So I was like doing weddings and <laughs> and different things. Um, you know, we would if we called in, called in if we. We're staying home sick from school. <laughs> we went to church daily with my mm-hmm. grandparents. Right. Uh, we went every weekend. We went, you know, my grandparents went every day. They did the rosary. I mean, I just want to emphasize because I think it matters to what yes. that we're about to talk about. Yes. <laughs> that we were in it. Yes. We were fully committed Catholic parishioners. Got it. Yes. Yes. And so you asked me yeah. what it was. Yeah. And what is the Immaculate Conception? And I said, well, obviously it's the birth of Jesus. Right. Which is my understanding of what it was. Turns out it's not. It is not. So go ahead and give, give us some background. Well, so the Immaculate Conception is unrelated to the Christian doctrine that Mary conceived Jesus. It's that Mary was free from original sin from her conception. So the Immaculate Conception is actually speaking of Mary's conception and that she apparently lived this sinless life. And that's when she was chosen, right? Um, And she had Jesus. So his birth is just considered the virgin birth, and hers is the immaculate conception. Yep, and that and that kind of checks out. And as far as why they would hold Mary to like this higher standard, you know, because that, if they if that is what they believe, so 
I looked it up, mm -hmm. and that is considered a dogmatic argument by the Catholic Church, people in the Catholic Church, meaning meaning you cannot reason with them mm, on that. They, right. they, they stand their ground. They stand, they just believe that without, you know, without any kind of, uh, you know, rational thinking right. or anything like that. Because there's no scripture evidence of mm. that. Yeah. And I was trying to think to myself, not to get off topic here. Mm -hmm. Do you have any dogmatic principles of anything just of things, things yeah I like things. this is what i believe and not even not even religious based i'm talking oh, just like in things. general yes uh, offhand i can't think of anything that i i'm sure you do i have plenty <laughs> i feel like you have a lot i have plenty <laughs> i don't stand see here's i'm a people pleaser so i feel like i don't necessarily stand my ground i'm willing to hear the other side but what I'm really saying here, what we're really talking about is that there are things that we just believe to be true and no one is going to be able to tell you differently. Sure. Right? Yes. <clears throat> For instance, mm -hmm. when somebody tells me that they are not something, <laughs> you know this. <laughs> yes, we've talked about this a lot. I believe... That they are attempting to convince themselves and that they're absolutely that thing. And that's probably unfair, yeah. but, but I believe that to the core. When, and now think about this. This goes for everybody, not just you. Okay. When is the last time that a person has come to you or you're in conversation and mm -hmm. they say, well, you know me, I don't like the drama. <laughs> Name somebody who didn't like the drama that's brought that up. They always love the drama. Like those are the people, and we we have family members that do that. We have friends that are that are those people. When when somebody tells you that that they don't like something, that they have to tell you that because naturally, them just not liking the drama would be obvious. You they wouldn't but have to tell you. That's more like probably their subconscious, like wanting that to be true. And so that's what they say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's like a thought out, like, this is what I believe. I do. You know? believe, I do think it's what they believe. <laughs> they, they want to believe that. Or they've said it so much to themselves that now they believe it. Yeah. And, and so there's the drama one when mm -hmm. people say that, that. But maybe the biggest one is when somebody tells you that, like, that they're straight shooter. Like, the very, like. <laughs> I, I tell it like it is. That's what they tell oh, you. Yeah. I, I'm just one of those people that tell it like it is. I'm like, and then they don't tell you like it is. Yeah, like <laughs> they proceed to tell you how it isn't. Yes. Like it's completely, uh, you know, just something different. So, yeah. Um, so we know you're out there, guys. Stop doing that. Be better. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> Try harder. But but I so I I do have a lot of, uh, you know. Dogmatic. I'm not even sure if I'm using that correctly. I, I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> Principles of of um, you know just assuming different things in the, like a strong opinion. A strong opinion that was really not rooted in any kind okay, of fact, right. you know, like or it can't be argued with. So or that you won't argue with somebody on it. Yeah, like, you, like I think there's a lot of political, probably dogmatic things where yeah. people don't want to move from their 
point. I mean, there's political takes like that where there's like photo evidence and they still right, won't. and they still won't <laughs> yeah. admit yeah. they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's it is almost like you know they're not trying to seek the truth there in some right. cases. You want to believe what you want to believe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, getting back to the to the immaculate conception. Yes. There is no scriptural proof surrounding right. that that, that thought, claim. Right? Yeah. Correct? Right, correct. So you can't actually look in a Bible and find that and find anything that, that would support support that. And yeah. I and I do think that, that that and I have a I have a affection for the Catholic Church. I've been pretty open mm -hmm. about that. Like I always I feel bad because I I went to church, grew up in that church learned a lot in that church ish mm -hmm. about right. biblical characters and about kind of like doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really open a Bible in that church. Right. And so I kind of feel bad because I, because when you're in it, I feel, I feel in a lot of cases you don't know that what you're doing is not necessarily the way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always had a, an affection for the people of that church because like some of the best people I've ever met, mm -hmm. were, you know, the, the, uh, were, were, are Catholic or were Catholic. And, mm -hmm. and so, but it is kind of sad because, um, you don't have to go far to find out that that's not really accurate. Right. Like yeah. it's not, it's not a deep rooted interpretation no, no it was a pretty quick google search <laughs> yeah yeah and so uh um yeah but again that's why they that's why they hold mary to a higher mm -hmm. higher platform or pedestal than right than really you should and really that most other denominations do yeah you know but there it is, the Immaculate Conception, not to be confused with the Immaculate Reception, also rooted in controversy. I never would have confused the two. Yeah. Yeah. But that, there you go. Um, you know, so that's it. Do you have anything else to talk about as far as the Immaculate Conception goes before we go take a no, break No, I think that's, that's it. Okay. Now we know. All right. Well, when we get back, let's talk. I have a, I have, um, I have some Girl Scout cookie comments I would like to make. Great, sounds. <laughs> and I'm, sounds I'm fun. interested in knowing if we're going to be on the same side of this. Okay. Right. I, and, we probably aren't. And I, and sometimes when we when we do talk about this stuff, uh -huh. I think it's better for our marriage that we're on the same side of it. But I think it's better for the show if we're not. <laughs> so. <laughs> All I know is that most of the time, the people side with me. So we'll see if that trend continues. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, stay tuned for some scintillating Girl Scout <laughs> cookie talk. I promise I have an opinion on it. <laughs> I had no doubt. All right. We'll be right back. Do you ever look at your Facebook memories and you see things that you put on there five, six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, I was stupid. 
Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost daily. If you don't, you're probably not doing life correctly. Yeah. Yeah. But I came across a post that I put on there years ago, mm-hmm. yesterday, or maybe it was a couple days ago, that I looked at it and I'm like, I that was right. I nailed that. <laughs> so accurate. And um, yeah, I want to talk about it because okay. I think it needs to be discussed. Okay. Right. So the odds are that if you haven't, you will be approached and or purchase Girl Scout cookies, right? Yes. Now is the time. Not from a Girl Scout, though. Probably from the Girl Scout's <laughs> mother. Yes. And be- before I get on my rant <laughs> on rant about that, go ahead and so okay. that so that there is some some context. Some context. Go ahead and just tell us the uh, the background of the Girl Scout cookies program. Okay, so Girl Scout cookies started in the early 1920s when Girl Scouts began selling home baked cookies as a way to fund their activities. The first documented sale of cookies by Girl Scouts was in 1917 by the Mistletoe Troop in Oklahoma. The idea caught on, and by 1936, the Girl Scouts began licensing commercial bakers to produce cookies, allowing for greater availability and variety. This practice helped transform the cookie sales into a major fundraiser for Girl Scout troops nationwide. And those range of cookies has evolved over the years, Introducing many flavors that have become beloved by many. Hmm. For years, at least my memory, maybe it's different for you. There were two flavors. There were two kinds. They had the thin mint, the thin mint, and mm-hmm. then the peanut butter cookies. That's that's what my recollection is. Yeah, I feel like thin mints for sure has been probably mm-hmm. one of the first. The dosi dough peanut butter, I'm talking right, yeah, the, yes. the original. Gotcha. Um, now there are let me count four, five, six, seven, nine, nine different kinds. Wow, I'll read them to you. I'm looking <laughs> at them, okay. Adventure foals, mm-hmm. thin mints, Samoas, tagalongs, dosi doughs. Is it tree Trefoils? Trefoil? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a shortbread cookie, I think. It, it, it also looks like one we never get. Yeah, um, they're boring. Yeah. Lemon Ups, mm-hmm. Girl Scout S'mores, okay. and then Toffee-tastic. So There's not... actually more than that. Is there? Yeah. Because there's, like, there? there's some new ones, I think, this year. I only know because of the moms that I know trying to push their kids' cookies. Um there's like a toastier. There's like a new one this year. Uh, and there's ones that are called like lemonades, which are different than the lemon ups. I don't know. I think it depends on what troop you belong to and what you can sell. Huh. Yeah. Well, um, but there's more, I'm sure, now than there ever used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You totally caught me off guard here. I'm. I saw the pictures on the on, on the computer here, and I assumed that I was what I think those are had. the what everybody knows. I I'm not gonna like sit here and look all day, but no, I, you don't I have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not selling Girl Scout. We cookies. are not selling Girl Scout cookies. Uh, 
So I think the interesting thing that you said that, that obviously makes sense is that it was a it was initially a fundraiser, right? Right. It's a fundraiser, and it's probably the biggest fundraiser for the Girl Scouts now to this day. I imagine it's huge. I it seems to be the only one we hear about. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, how did the Girl Scouts get cookies and the boy the Boy Scouts got like popcorn balls? Like it seems popcorn. Bin, tins of popcorn or something. Yes, that's totally unfair. But anyway, <laughs> that's not why we're here. So the comment that I made on Facebook was something to the effect of that Girl Scout cookies were an opportunity for moms to use the, to sell cookies proxy to their children. Right, like using their kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that's totally against the spirit of the entire reason why the Girl Scout cookie thing exists to begin with. Right. The idea is, is that you are teaching your child to do the fundraising mm -hmm. door by door, go to their friends yeah. and family, right? And at the end of it, they get a reward based off of how many cookies they sell. Right. Right. That they sell. That they sell. Yeah. That they sell. What that has turned into is mom pressuring their coworker mm -hmm. into buying cookies from their kid. Right. And or their social media following. Yes. Which is completely against the spirit of the Girl Scout fundraiser. Yes. What is the child learning from doing that? Right. They're, instead of the child who works their tail off to go door to door or wherever, however they want to do it, right? right. Set up a stand. Instead of that, it's the, the child whose mom has the biggest following on Facebook or has the biggest company that they work for. Right. Is the one who wins the award. And I think, yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I will say this. I don't think it stops at Girl Scout cookies, right? There's so many different fundraisers, and I think that's what the parents do. I think it's a known thing that, like, the parents are going to take that fundraiser. They're the ones that have to sell it. That the kids aren't doing anything now. Yeah. And, and here's one of those, maybe it's a dogmatic oh. conversation. Call back. Yeah, call back. <laughs> But I believe that the moms that have the courage to sell on behalf of their kids mm -hmm. do not and would not have the courage without the kid being involved. Like that is where they they gain the strength to to oh, go yeah. out and do that. It's like, oh, it's for my kid, right? Like right. so it's almost like they're they are making up for a lack of of confidence that they usually have maybe i'm getting too deep with that but so. what i'm what i'm saying is is that they have this this courage this newly found courage that <laughs> would not exist had it not be for their children selling cookies yes because when you stick a kid out there it's hard for people to say no exactly it's hard yeah. for me to say no like let me see a cute little face you want to buy my yeah cookies? yeah that's what i'm looking at no i'm looking at the cookies <laughs> i right <I, laughs> Yeah, I really, I, uh, 
I've never felt so comfortable over pain for, for cookies. For, for, you know, yeah. mostly average tasting They're cookies. They're terrible cookies. I wouldn't go that far. That's rude, and it's not the platform to do that. Listen, I would not never spend, what is it, like $5 a box now? It's $5 a box. That's insane. At least. Right. It goes up, I think. Yeah. Some. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I wouldn't say that. I enjoy them. And and I say all this because I, you know, you've been with me in these situations. No. I cannot say no. I know. <laughs> I can say no. In fact, I took our daughter. We walked <laughs> a few blocks the other day yeah. to, to pick some up. We have a neighbor who is a Girl Scout troop mom or whatever they call him. I don't yeah. know. We bought, we purchased some from a mother. Yeah, you did. <laughs> The child looked on <laughs> while the mother conducted business. Exactly. Yeah. But so, so I think we need to roll back and get to a point of, you know, the spirit, what it was meant for, right? Yeah. Like to teach the, teach the child to work hard, get a reward at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, not in today's world, I don't think. No. And, and I think the argument, the argument would be, that the world is a lot different. You don't want your child going door to right. door. I was just going to say that, like, our daughter's not in Girl Scouts, but if she was, I don't think I would want her going door to door. It would be just two people that we knew. Yeah, which really, it really suppresses the opportunity to earn a prize. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I may have changed my opinion on this it's unfair conversation. The, the playing field is... Flip-flop. <laughs> flopper no i still believe that i still believe that and i think it should change i think maybe they need a different um way to fundraise do you think they would ever change no not selling cookies? no it's it's a it's a they're, it's a made system like we yeah. would they you would never try not to to get that money i mean listen i i took a tote bag over and walked four blocks to get boxes <laughs> of thin mints and lemons lemon cakes or whatever they're called like there, there's no way they're changing that if they're getting me that's true up and and walking a half a mile to get to get boxes of of cookies and here but here's and I, and I, this is what i don't get tell me they sell these cookies in the store in most stores, you can get the knockoffs of these cookies, which are yes. basically the same, right? They are. For half the cost. Yes. But you're doing it, like you justify, I would never buy those cookies from, from Kroger or from Walmart or from wherever. Mm. <laughs> I, I would. I would. <laughs> I would never, what I'm saying is that, that the, on, left to their, to their taste, I would never, I would never choose that cookie. Okay. Because there's like a hundred different other kinds that are better. Right. right? Sure. But when somebody has a card table set up and they have cookies, like, yes. well, because give, I think give them all. I want them all. You think your money is going towards a good cause. Like you're willing to overpay for something that's mediocre because the money is going to go towards something. I've never thought that. No? I've never thought that. You're what just I, in it for the cookies. What I've thought is, wow, there's a cookie stand <laughs> in <laughs> I think I, I told you this. Like, I have never bought Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Ever. And I have never not bought Girl Scout cookies. I, I don't think I've ever bought a perfect by. pair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, which is funny because I'm the one complaining about it, but yeah. I'm the one that 
You are the problem. I am. I You're am part of the I problem. Am part of the problem. Um, Be the solution. Stop buying the Girl Scout cookies. Uh, I really like the Thin Mints. I do really like the Thin Mints. I put them in the freezer. Those okay, of you next out there. Time I'm at Aldi. I'm going to get the knock off. I, <laughs> I need to shout out my Thin Mint friends. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll bow out for a second. Rise up, Thin Mints. Put them in the freezer. And uh, they're amazing. They're amazing. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. But we got to do better. We definitely have to do better and uh, and not pressure weak dads into uh, <laughs> buying five box of cookies they don't need. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. See, like, you would never do that. You would never. I you, would never. You do not go down. The cookie aisle and just toss a five or six boxes of cookies in there. You go, but you go no. by this this card table, right? And you're like, I'll take three of those, seven of those, four of those, two of those. Yeah. And you're like, you have twelve boxes of cookies. No, you just paid sixty dollars <laughs> in cookies, <laughs> and you, and 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 nobody has ever thought, well, that's going to a good cause. I do not believe that. I do not believe that. I want to know the demographic. Like, who is the person most likely to buy the box cookies is it the the weak dad that's walking by it has to be you think so yes i am him <laughs> <laughs> i i am him because i've never and i i i won't i can't do it well i mean it is the end of january and yes we are approaching that season and you know, good luck to all of you out there. You know, have the willpower to avoid it. They do sell the knockoffs for half the price in the store. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have my rant. I don't feel like you were on the opposite side of me on that, but I also don't. I don't know. No, you were on the opposite side of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just here. <laughs> I was arguing with myself. You were. <laughs> Flip, flop. Uh, but I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yes, fair enough. Um, you know, thank thank goodness for Facebook memories to remind me of how... Uh, how smart you were. How, how smart I am. How upset I was, apparently, enough to uh, to put that on the internet, you yeah. know, six years ago or whatever it is. But Anyway... All right. Well, hey, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll say all the the required information, and then we'll uh, we'll end this this podcast for Sounds today. Sounds good. All right. All right. We are back uh, to the end here, and I just got done yelling at Caitlin <laughs> for her stomach making noises during the recording. Yeah. What's up with that dog? I think I drank too much coffee water yeah i don't know it's pretty late it's pretty late i can't control it i'd like you to try <laughs> i'll do my best uh odds are you are having a great time if you're still listening <laughs> and uh yeah we uh we want to tell you how to find us and uh we ask that you you know do all the stuff that <laughs> i do you know what stuff is? No, I don't. <laughs> like and subscribe, right? Like that's what that's what they all say. So the truth is, is that when 
be decided. <laughs> I just made a noise. Yeah, I'm not the only one. <laughs> when we decided to pause and then start, part of that was because we were growing a lot faster than we ever thought we were is that, hey, let's try to be more serious about this and actually do things that are are uh, more professional seemingly, you know, sure, I mean, yes. listen, at the end of the day, here's a couple of kids. Just us. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make, just trying to make it in this world. And, and, you know, there's a, a level of commitment that I will not go over uh, <laughs> to make this work. Yeah. But you have designed some, some better artwork of that. The, <laughs> so the, the previous picture the cover art for our podcast yes was a picture of a picture yes it was a picture of, of an old picture, picture of... of when we were what like 16 and 18 yeah yeah no not 16 and 18 that sounds weird don't say that 16 and 17 probably <laughs> is that better for you it is that's better <laughs> for me thank you um and so you worked pretty hard to put Oh, moderately hard. <laughs> don't don't put more into it than what to, it was. Uh, to put that together and and so uh so we have that and we have a name now and and previous to this we were just the pod with no name, which w- was kind of like ha ha, but it wasn't yeah. Reno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the bare naked ladies playing our theme song. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> Thank you, bare naked ladies. <laughs> and uh and we've also changed the Instagram, and we'll get the Facebook up and going. I, I kind of started that, but then I didn't because I wasn't really committed. <laughs> so more to come, but, yeah. uh, you know, we hope you do all the things that, that the real podcast asks you to do, like rate us and right. and like us and subscribe and share us and do all that, that good stuff that, that uh, you know, well, help. We need the cookie message to get out to the people. <laughs> you know, beyond yeah. beyond the immaculate conception, immaculate reception, we need the mm-hmm. cookie message to get out to the people. And we can only do that if you share. That's true. So, Caitlin, why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can they can, where find, they us. can find us? So, right now, you can find us on Instagram at a pod. Oh, excuse me, at odds are pod. Man, I'm so used to saying it the other way. Odds are pod on Instagram. Okay. Well, how do you think today went? Was it okay? Yeah, I felt good. It was nice to be back. Yeah. yeah. You watching anything good on TV? I'm, I may or may not still be watching the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> I do know that. Unfortunately, I, I've seen some of that lately. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, thank you for joining us today, and uh, we hope you come back and listen again. That's right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Struck. By lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by bee sting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance you're gonna bite at the mall. 
But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a bet I'm not a damn thing will go wrong. The odds are that we 